Hey everyone, my name is Brendan Patrick, and we've got S. Green. <laughs> You're listening to the Superlip Podcast. this time no uh we've been advanced beyond the the gag the right. the gag yeah the super podcast is a bi-weekly podcast pertaining to books about the lgbtqia community hello sophie hi <laughs> Ooh, can you hear that car rubbing outside my house mm. i love it can you hear my squeaky chair actually not really no oh okay wait now uh-huh. you can. <laughs> uh, um, there she is. There she is. She's entered the chat. Um, She's entered. Yeah. Sophie, can you tell me what book we're reading this week? Because I don't I don't even know. It's not even in front of me. Um, we are reading Bestiary by Kay Ming Chang. Woo, 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 woo. Do you wanna um do you wanna like read the books leave for me? <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. You don't wanna read the books leave for me? This isn't good for you. I'm leaving the podcast. <laughs> if you ever use that voice again. You don't like my voice? I'm going to go to the sun now. I'm going to I... space. It means zapped into space. <laughs> no. Before we start, guys, are you interested in us talking about spoiler content? Are you, are you into that idea? Yeah. You should head over to our Patreon where we will be talking about spoilery content from here on in. Um, it's something new we want to do so we can have a fuller conversation with you. Our Patreon starts at $1 a month, and you can help two queer people keep talking about queer shit. Doesn't that sound nice? That sounds real nice. That sounds good. That sounds good. <laughs> good. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so yeah, Sophie, give me, give me the, <laughs> the heads up. What are we talking about? Uh, one evening, mother tells daughter a story about a tiger spirit who lived in a woman's body. She was called... Hugo Po, and she hungered to eat children, especially her, their toes. Soon afterward, daughter awakens with a tiger tail, and more mysterious events follow. Holes in the backyard spit up letters penned by their grandmother. Visiting auntie arrives with snakes in her belly. A brother tests the possibility of flight, all the while daughter is falling for bed, a neighborhood girl with the strange powers of her own. As the two young lovers translate the grandmother's letters, daughter begins to understand that each woman in her family embodies a myth and that she will have to bring her family's secrets to light in order to change their destiny. With a poetic voice of crackling electricity, Kay Ming Chang is an explosive young writer who combines the wit and fabulism of... Uh, you got it. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to all these people who have Taiwanese last names. Um, fabulism of Helen 
Oyeyemi and the subversive storytelling of Maxine Hong Kingston, tracing the fa family's history from Taiwan to America, from Arkansas to California. Bestiary is a novel of migration, queer lineage, and girlhood. Ta-da! <laughs> there was an attempt. Um, can we start off the episode by um, giving a smidge of a warning about child abuse? Oh, you wanna yeah. you wanna do that? Uh, it's trigger warning. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had an extremely difficult time reading this book because there are so many so many instances of child abuse yeah mixed in in a book about myths like we didn't it's like need it. <laughs> this book is absolute gave me like so much whiplash yeah because it's like i don't want to say romanticizing it but um it was just like i actively had to put book the book down so many times because it was like like, why are we relying on another child to stop a child being abused by their father? Yeah. It was just really difficult for me. And I, um, because of how often it happened in the book, I had a really hard time finding, like, little bits of, like, niceness in the book. Because mm -hmm. it was, like, it happened so often that every time I turned a page, I was afraid that more was going to happen. Uh-huh. And it wasn't just the father doing it or just the, the mom doing it. It was like from all the fuck around. And I was like, oh, I, I, I don't need to be reading this on the week, the week of January 6th. Like, I don't need it. Not, not this week. Not in this week. In <laughs> not the year this. Of our Lord. Yeah, no. Um, um, sorry, I just wanted to start off with that because it was, someone asked me how, like what I felt about the book today. And I was like, hmm. huh, um, foggy. I feel foggy. Yeah. <laughs> That happened the other day. I was reading it, and Joy was like, "So, what's your book about?" And I was like, "Well, um, the main character is a tiger tail." Uh, <laughs> Run my half. <laughs> Does she? What are the characters in that has a? Oh, it's a it's a tiger costume, right? That she wears. What? In oh, and Rama. Uh huh. Maybe. Yeah, no, I started reading this book and I was like, this is not what I was expecting because I literally just like found this on a list of like mm -hmm. best books of 2020, best like queer books of 2020. And I was like, yeah. And I found it in a store that I was already in. So I was like, mm -hmm. this works. And it sounded like intriguing from the book sleeve and stuff. But um, yeah, the like the way the prose is written is like very strange. And then I was like looking into the author a little bit more and, and she's just fully a poet. This is like her first actual novel. And I was like, okay, yes, this all makes sense now because mm -hmm. like everything is written in a metaphor or like is like highly descriptive in like a very strange way. It's like mm -hmm. really like everything is like fantastical realism, but is actually happening at the same time. And it was yeah. just so strange. There, there were so many instances where I was like, oh my god, what's going to happen? And then it's like, and then we turned into a kite. And I was like, in this very moment, we're going to do this. <laughs> this is what's happening. Yeah, it was like, oh, we're like falling and it, we are, we're like turning into a kite. And I was like, okay, so the like clothes are like billowing and that's like the imagery we're trying to evoke. No, we're literally turning into a kite. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. And L it's literally, literally. Quite literally, um, you know, there were so many instances where I had to like reread multiple pages mm. after having read it to fully grasp it because 
putting what I said earlier aside in terms of like having a hard time with the book, I think also because it is basically one long form, like, like bit of poetry. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like because it's poetry and I wasn't expecting that going into it. I was like, Oh wait. Like every time I picked the book, I was like, okay, I have to remember that this is like very poetry. It's very poetry heavy, Mm -hmm. especially the letters from her grandmother. Mm -hmm. Like I had to read those and I was like, words are missing and I'm having a hard time reading this. The the way that the letters from her grandmother are formatted was like, it was very, I was like, Oh yeah, this is a, poem is what's mm-hmm. happening there's like spaces where they wouldn't naturally be spaces and text and stuff it's mm-hmm. like very it's a very strangely like visual novel like just like looking at how things are written out um there's also like a good portion of some of like the main story that mm-hmm. has to do with just like literally the um shape of like the Taiwanese characters like the literal shape of the letters are like contribute to like bits and pieces of the story. So I was mm-hmm. like, I don't even know if I would understand what's going on if I listen to the audiobook. I think like you need the visual text in front of you. Uh, yeah, because while while I was reading it, I was like, I I definitely see what you're saying too, because like I can't imagine no, actually maybe the like the poetry, the letters being read might have been easier for me to comprehend because it's being read to me. Yeah. Um, I feel like I have always had a hard time reading poetry um, because it requires like actual thought to understand. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like I have to be in the mood for poetry. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I am, I'm like, oh, I love this. Um, but uh, sometimes like reading it, I'm like, oh, brain turn off. No mm-hmm. want. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, sometimes that's what poetry is for, for your brain to do a turn off. <laughs> You're not supposed brain. to think, don't think too hard about it. Just experience the words. Yeah, that's that's not how I operate. <laughs> I'm sorry. That ain't it. No. Um, that's okay. Yeah, no, they're, uh, <laughs> they're so, also, how old are the, are the kids in this book? <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> I assume that the main character was like a teenager, like 15 or 16. And then I, I assumed why... her, her brother was, like, a little bit younger than her. Yeah, and I don't know why I thought that she was younger than that. Like, I believe at the beginning of the book, it's, like, it sounds like she's, like, a a very young kid, and obviously, like, it goes... Yeah, I mean, I think it goes through, like, a timeline a little bit. To the, so, like, I think maybe she starts younger and is older towards the end, but... yeah. Because, like, the parts where um, she and Ben are, like, I guess, like, hooking up, if you will. Like, making out, doing, like, more than that. I was like, wait, is this a kid doing this? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, no, this is not. I don't. Like a child? No, I don't think they're, like, children. No, and that's what I think, especially because of the way that they're, like, oh, we put sausages down our pants and said that we shit our pants so we could, like, go to the bathroom. And I was like, okay, so these are kids. (laughs) Yeah. But then I'm like, wait, no, teenagers would also do that. But why would teenagers they go up to, like, the, like, the cafeteria guard to be like, oh, my God, we shit our pants. They would just be like, yeah, I'm leaving. Yeah, I don't know. Because I thought it was funny, maybe. 
But yeah, no, it was just like, I guess hard picking up the, the age group because I feel like in other books we've read too. And obviously this book is like so myth heavy, which was actually mm-hmm. very enjoyable. I liked the, the myth about the tiger with the toes and the, mm-hmm. the, the peanut shell shelling yeah. them. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but like going through the book and like trying to figure out like how old specifically they are because in every other book, it's not like a, I was as old as the stung was young. And I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. Sure. Um, yeah, I think they're, this is like the first book that we've read that has had such like a strong um, like cultural dissonance for what we're used to because mm-hmm. this is about like a Taiwanese family immigrating to the U.S. and kind of like their experiences, but it's told through like letters and myths from the family. So a lot of it is like magical realism and metaphors and just like um, cultural nuances that like don't mm-hmm. exist really in like Western society. So yeah. it's very strange to kind of make it, it's just like, it's like, it's, it's I mean, it's literally like a different culture. So it's almost like mm-hmm. a different language, even though the book's in English, but yeah. just like the way everything is presented is so, um dissident to like what we would normally read it's Mm -hmm. definitely it took a a little bit more brain power for me to read um i think especially because when you told me about the book i don't know why i thought it was like not going to be like oh i actually have a tail i thought it was going to be like oh i'm the only one that can see it and then like going it's literally growing out of my body yeah and it will be described in detail yeah, it's like morphing with my bones. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna dip it in things. It's just um, for fun. I mean, like, yeah. if you had a tiger tail, wouldn't you just like be like dip it in the holes that are speaking to me in my yard? Yeah, sure. That your grandmother's writing you letters from. From like the same state, but like two hours away. Yeah, but like <laughs> through the holes in the backyard where the gold's yeah. buried that you can't find. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I think also the beginning of the book is just so odd to me because it starts off of being like, without saying in so many words, like my grandfather has Alzheimer's mm-hmm. and is like, uh, is suffering from dementia, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. And like, he, ba- <laughs> he buried like this gold that we are looking for in the yard. And we're, if we can't find it, then like, we can't like continue to exist like we need to pay bills basically um Mm -hmm. and we're waiting for him to pee because the 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 pee streams will lead us to where he buried it and i was like okay this book this (laughs) this book is uh we're doing it Mm -hmm. um which is a lot some of it is actually like really funny to read though the amount of like peeing (laughs) that's going on um and i thought that the whole book was going to be like that but it it's it wasn't <laughs> so like as i progressed it wasn't as much of stories of like hey we're going to talk about grandpa grandpa peeing in the yard mm-hmm. um we're going to talk about my neighbor and i i don't know like when they move to the second house and the father is away like making money for the family mm-hmm. i thought that the mother and the neighbor were hooking up but they were just like they had an understanding yeah that they just like were friends and I don't know like what it was. Um, and it, it was just like, so like, so baffling. It was very, like my brain kept going back and forth. It's like, no, she, she like, 
she's bisexual. She wants to be with women. She wants to be with men. Now she's with the name. Like it, it was like. She wants to be with her husband and her neighbor. She's bisexual. <laughs> yeah, who doesn't want that? <laughs> she's himbosexual. Bisexual. Um, yes. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was just. Uh, quite the time reading this book because I think my brain had such a hard time focusing on specific things because it was so um, the magical realism was like it was like more so than anything I've ever like watched or read Mm -hmm. it was like it's this universe but (laughs) yeah I didn't know if it was like kids imagining stuff so I think that was like what my brain was doing yeah no it was a de- I think it was a combination of the languages in the book so everything is like described with metaphors and um a lot of like really vivid imagery but at the same mm-hmm. time it's like literally happening yeah. so it's this like weird dissonance of like describing like I don't know like describing uh like people being pregnant and like as like carrying birds and like this like weird kind of thing and then they're like no but what if we literally actually gave birth to a goose also is it's not a metaphor anymore it's real no and that's the thing and also like why would you give the holes the the baby that upset me a lot. Yeah, see, there's so many things in this book that I'm like, so you're just gonna I feel like if you listen sacrifice to this episode your, your aunt without reading the book. Yeah. If you listen to this episode without reading the book, you're gonna think we you're not no, gonna understand what's happening at all. No, you it, have to read the book if you if you um, would like to. If you would like to read the book, there is a lot of like vivid imagery of like bodily functions, pregnancy, giving birth, yep. Yep. child Space. abuse. It is definitely somewhat uh hard to get through if you have any uh issues with that take care of yourself know Mm -hmm. what your limits are but um it's like i don't know yeah no it's just like the the way that the not like the main story because the whole thing is about like the family and the generations between um the, the the three generations of women in the family but like the main story is in like the things that the main character who's never named in the book she's just called daughter mm-hmm. is that is like the closest thing we get to the, a more traditional novel like yeah. with a with a with like a plot i want to say like not that there isn't a plot but you know what i mean it's like yeah. it's a more traditionally broken down novel that is has um that is closer to something you'd probably be more comfortable reading if you only read like western style books so this is like definitely kind of like a jump into like a little bit more of like a freeform style and the just yeah the way that the text is like written you gotta it's like you just gotta hold hold on through the book and just like here we go. <laughs> yeah, there, when I did get into reading, and there were like large spans of me reading like big chunks of the book, especially yeah. at the beginning um, when the character's father is still around and in the book, there is a lot more like ca- casual child abuse. Yeah. Um, versus like after the father leaves. But after the father left, I was, like, able to, like, hold on to the book without putting it down more often. Um, mm-hmm. And it was very interesting to read because the 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 poetry and the way that the, it's, like, written, it's very interesting. So it's, like, it was, like, kind of fun to read in that aspect to try to figure out, like, what was going on. Like, if we're going to break this family curse or not. And, like, to try to figure out, like, more things about, like, the family 
and like the the part where the the ant like gives birth to a goose, and after having like multiple miscarriages in her life, mm-hmm. and like clearly being very fond of this goose, mm-hmm. and then like the goose gets like put in the hole, and like the ant's like, yeah, it's fine, like, huh? It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I think that like that that specific part like really stood out as kind of like the a good way to describe how the book's written because like the aunt has a lot of trauma and Mm -hmm. um like you said like miscarriages and just like a lot of like health issues you could assume from things and like the way it's Mm -hmm. described as like her like skin is red and everything she touches it becomes red like she touches water and it turns to like a reddish color like when she takes baths the like water looks like there's blood and stuff um and it's and so like it feels like a metaphor for just like her having this like chronic illness through her life and like struggling through that really bad hypertension yeah (laughs) i was trying to figure out like cholesterol um (laughs) yeah i was trying to figure out like what in life like i I think a lot of this book is trying to connect like okay here's something that's very magical and like really like really well written like what Mm -hmm. does this specific thing mean in life yeah no i mean i mean like it's like almost like like she, I mean, it almost was like she had like hemophilia or something where she like couldn't like her blood couldn't coagulate or something like that. But like, mm. it's just like really rich imagery about like that, that feels um, just kind of like a way of describing like a chronic health addition through metaphor, but yeah, is literal. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was, I think my f- like favorite part of the book was about the gay pirates like honestly this book has everything <laughs> this book has everything yeah it's it's like some of it i didn't want um but like some of it i was like oh gay pi- we get to talk about gay pirates <laughs> oh that's a cool. again it, yeah like right exactly again <laughs> um a longer gay pirate story would have been acceptable <laughs> yeah that's also a thing that this this book because it's like so like filled with uh like stories and folklore that's passed down through the generations there's some sections that are kind of like this is just a story that like I learned from my grandmother or the grandmother's telling the daughter or just like is being narrated into the story mm-hmm. and it's kind of like okay but what if we learn more about them like we, it's just kind of yeah. like short little segments it's like broken up mm-hmm. into lots of different pieces yeah I did like, though, that a lot of the myths, like, works, like, brought up at one point, and then later in the book, it was, like, my aunt was born, like, born into crab, like, or, was it the aunt? I think it was the aunt. Mm Mm-hmm. I think so. Aunt or grandmother was born from, like, the crab that was, like, birthed from the pirates. Like, it's, it's so funny how, like, you think that you're not going to get, like, any more of that myth, and then it pops up later in the book. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, like, hey, this is how this person was born, or, like, this is how this person's related or like when the um, the Great Wall was being built, when they like someone died, and it was like this person's lover, and then it's brought up again, and it's mm-hmm. like it's really nice because the myths that are brought up are not just like one singular time. A lot mm-hmm. of it, um, if there are any that are only brought up once, I feel like I can't remember specifically which one, but um, mm-hmm. so many are brought up multiple times, and they're so rich in storytelling that like. I think that is probably the most positive part of the book mm-hmm. um, that I could think of. Um, and also, like, 
uh, like all of the the stories have like some kind of like weird twist like it's like i didn't want to sleep with the man so i put a pig in my bed so my husband could fuck it instead and i was like yeah it seems like you might be uh a little gay my friend yeah that seems right <laughs> and, you just, and you just don't have the words for it yeah it's at like one point she's like complaining about it and like her aunt gives her like a piece of ginger root and is like put this between your knees when you sleep and yeah. like men will stay away from you and then she's and like all it of worked the men stay away from no one men would turn and run away from me when i was walking down the street i don't know why it's <laughs> like okay is it because you smell like ginger? Which is isn't a bad like ginger, smell. Because that feels like a good smell. It might just yeah. be like the chaotic gay energy that you just emit from your body. Um, it could be the tiger tail that for some reason you think no way, one can see. It's tucked into her shirt. It's fine. <laughs> That's the thing. I think when I was going through the book, I kept fighting with myself saying like, no, this isn't actually happening in the story. It's her imagining it. And then I'm like, wait, no, other people can see it. But no, then the tiger tail isn't real. But then her father sees it. But then her mom hasn't seen it yet. But, you know, it's real. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Where's it's like truth? trying to hide a new tattoo from a parent. <laughs> They're going to oh. find out. <laughs> going to know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have like anything else to say. It's just like a lot. It was just a lot. Yeah. I think that when you and I look at book lists, and I think as anyone else does, I think it's a discredit to not put some sort of warning in the beginning of the book because Mm -hmm. it's not just one instance. And so many of the YA books we read take such great care to do that. I think, Mm -hmm. would you say that this is a new adult or just like a, a fiction book? No, I think this is just a novel. It's just okay. an adult novel, yeah. I think that a YA takes such great care to put trigger warnings in books, and I'm not saying that it has to be in every single book, but like, I'm also saying that there have, were so many instances of this happening that like, I'm not saying I questioned why you gave it to me, but I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think Sophie knew about this. No, for sure. Because I don't, I know how you like to read books. It's almost very escapist for the two of us. I love to leave reality. Yeah. (laughs) So bring me a reality. I don't want it. No, and like the thing is that like the story of the three women, like it's interesting to read. It's just for me, and I don't want to sit here and only be able to talk about this, but I think that it would have been nice to see a warning at the beginning of the book. And if there is, I missed it, Mm -hmm. but I don't think there is. I don't think there's a warning in the text. There might be something, like, it might be something maybe that exists online. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a, a doesthedogdie.com, but for books. Are the, are the children abused.com? Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> Does the Dog Die started off as literally, does the dog die in this movie? Yes or no. But it is mm-hmm. like, if you go onto that website, it's like literally every single thing that you could imagine. Hmm. It like will warn you in a movie or I think they do TV shows too. Like if something happens, like I've looked at stuff up before and been like, are there spiders in this movie? Cause I don't <laughs> want to watch it if there's spiders. <laughs> um, are there spiders in this house? Cause I won't like... answer. <laughs> um, it's like, it's like, you know, it's everything from like, is there like, like assault to like are mm. there guns to like stuff that you know might seem like irrelevant to a lot of people but like are really triggering to some people like mm-hmm. just like vomiting or like yeah. weird things with like 
teeth or like mm-hmm. weird body stuff we're just like i don't know yeah is there spiders i gotta know if there are spiders <laughs> please tell me if there's well, spiders like, i feel like i've learned a lot from so i try my best to run our twitter as like cleanly as possible and not post things that would be like dramatic to people my mm-hmm. own twitter um i have to be better about that but i just <laughs> tweet shit um into the wild yeah just into the wild but like with our our podcast twitter i really do try to if say like this review i would not tag the author in um yeah only because that's not i don't need to put that on the author it's just how i interpreted their book i don't want to be like hey guess what like because that's not why we exist we just we're just like a a, a, a talk a talk show about books um i just like to read a book and then say our thoughts about them yeah exactly um but i have learned so much through twitter about like tagging things that like you might not even think about and it's not mm-hmm. like me saying like oh i need to tag like uh there's a lighter in this pit like it's not insignificant shit it's like hey we're going to be talking about like child abuse in this episode. So like maybe mm-hmm. if this isn't for you, don't click it. So like we, I've learned so much about that and mm-hmm. just taking care of other people mm-hmm. and not just putting it on to people with, without acting like there are consequences for that. Mm-hmm. And I know that like that's bothersome to some people because they think it's like, Oh, you're being a baby. And it's like, no, I'm not. It's like, say my dog just died. I don't want to watch something with like a dog dying in it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so like, I totally understand that stuff. And yeah. I'm trying to be very good about it with our Twitter. No, I, it's, I mean, it's like a really, obviously like a complicated conversation, but, mm-hmm. and I, but I think it's more delicately handled when it comes to like YA, just because people are more willing to protect children than they are to protect adults, um, mm-hmm. which is bullshit because adults have brains and trauma also. Um, Correct. And I, if I got rid of it at 18, them, just like taking off a rope, like that would be great. <laughs> but no um yeah that's you don't uh you don't lose your trauma once you become a legal adult it still exists in your life uh so so, um (laughs) it's just interesting that that's something that's starting to become more prevalent in teen and younger uh like young adult books but is like Mm -hmm. something that wouldn't necessarily be written in the text of a book for that's something that's for adults like quote unquote a regular mm-hmm. fiction book you'd probably be able to find something like that on a review site or yeah. like like a goodreads or something like that um people will put like you know tags or what have you for stuff yeah. but it's not going to be something where you just pick the book off the shelf in the store and you can see like the list at the beginning of like here's some like topics that are covered in this book that might be like triggering yeah i think um i do want to say that like the 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 writing of this book like the style of it is really well done um i'm just not a a very avid poetry reader i would like to do more i interviewed a poet before and i think that because it was like actual like quote unquote like normal poetry i don't even know specifically like a sonnet or something i guess um, yeah. It was just like written like the letters from the grandmother. All of it was written like that. Mm-hmm. That was easy for me to digest because I knew the whole book was poetry going into it. Mm-hmm. But I think that with this, the writing style is really, really well done. And to say that she's not a talented author would would be a lie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I would just be wary of um, reading their other stuff without getting 
like looking at a uh like a review of it beforehand and i usually yeah. try not to do that yeah no it's valid but i would be really interested in reading just their poetry well i'm pretty sure that this is their debut novel i think that everything that's been published beforehand has just been poetry so mm-hmm. it's definitely different than what I would assume they usually write, but I don't know because honestly, like this, the prose in this is so like poetically written. I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't much different. Yeah. Which, I mean, it was still very good. Um, even the, the parts I didn't like were really well written. So Yikes. <laughs> it upset me, but it was really well written. <laughs> yeah. No. And like, I remember when I was talking to Zach Smedley about the ant in, um, Oh my gosh. Um, do, 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 please give me a minute. Deposing Nathan. Um, mm-hmm. I remember ta- <laughs> he listened to the episode that I did without him. And he was like, yeah, I know the aunt like really pissed you off. Like that she's not <laughs> supposed to be a good person. Like right. I understand that. What is strange to me is when people are like, I'm going to like tweeting at me saying they're going to kill her. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, I would not <laughs> tweet that at someone. Um, usually what I say is just that I want to shoot someone out of a cannon, which is so far from like realistic because this isn't yeah. Britney Spears's circus. We don't do that here. Um, I know. Only because we're not trying hard enough. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly. Not with that attitude. It's not going to be. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was uh, still very well written. And I, when I spoke to Zach about it, he was like, yeah, that's like what this character is supposed to do. Like, right. Sure. Yeah. But it's, it's still like, it's interesting getting the responses that I do get, but also like, this is still a person. Like, I don't want to hear about like a beating a woman up. Yeah. Not but, for like, me. <laughs> not for me. Um, I think I really liked in this book too, that like almost everything was just like slightly making fun of men. <laughs> oh my God. Everything yeah. was making fun of men. It was amazing. It's like, Men don't. Men aren't real. They're just copies of each other, and they can't well, even carry their own names. I they mean, need the other main... people to do it. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> the main character is this like first gener. Well, I mean, she's born in Taiwan, but like, mm-hmm. I, is that first generation? I think so. I don't. Um, if you're first generation, that means you. Um, you're, you're born. Your first child is. I believe my grandmother was. Okay. Yeah. But mm-hmm. so I mean, like, she is uh, growing up in like a new country with mm-hmm. her mother and then like all of these letters and and tales and with her grandmother and it's just like such a strong um matriarchal family mm-hmm. that they kind of just shit on men all the time it's just and, so interesting and also like the men in their lives are not particularly good people so like no no need to uplift them we don't need them no, and it, it's just, it's so funny that almost all of the men in the story, except for her brother, her brother, he's just trying to. He was uh, a child, also. Yeah, yeah, so yeah like, literal child. But like, it's like the her dad, her grand, mm-hmm. I think her grandfather also, who isn't her grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it, it's just like there's just so much <laughs> imagery and storytelling. Um, if you can look past <laughs> child abuse. And you want to pick up a very interestingly written um, book, uh, I would pick this up. I'm not going to suggest it otherwise. I didn't really care for it. I have to play with something because I'm so anxious. The way you trailed off. Yeah, it's like... (laughs) It wasn't my cup of tea. It wasn't. I mean... 
Um, and you know what's really funny? Here's the thing, though. We, we have only read one book in which we have not done a review of, which we recorded, and it was so bad because there was, like, nothing nice to say about it. <laughs> Where is this a little different? Is it the book? Is, yeah, is it's, it? the, it's the one oh, yeah. you're thinking of. <laughs> The one that I like came in the episode like I hated this. Yeah, it's so <laughs> and funny. Here's why. It's so funny. We have come to the episodes being like, I have nothing good to say. And then we start talking about it. It's like, actually I have quite a few good things to say. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I'm not gonna say the name of that book, but the <laughs> issue I had with that book most mm. not to not to be redundant, but with predominantly like the structure. And just like that nothing made sense in in a, in the sense that like I didn't understand what's going on because nothing was explained properly in the mm-hmm. actual text. And it was just like the world building was like very like there was nothing. I was like, I don't know what's going on. It was rushed. This was like off the wall mm-hmm. magical realism, nothing makes sense. I'm a And it's not supposed to. But it like, st- but it still made sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> and the, like, it was just because it was so like structurally well written mm-hmm. and like the language, uh, like the language of the book itself provided like a really good foundation for kind of a more like unnatural flow than a traditional novel. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I think their writing is still really good, and that's the thing. Um, yeah. I have, like, I don't want to keep just, like, re-saying that, but, like, that's that's how I feel about the book. Yeah. The, the writing of it is really good. There are obviously subjects in it that are very difficult to deal with, but the story of the, the, the generational stories of the three women are very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, like, there's so many layers to them mm-hmm. that, like, it's almost like, here are a bunch of doors. Behind every door is something else that leads to another door that is the same door, but a different door. And it's like, it just keeps going. And it's so interesting. And also it's such a short book too, but it also yeah, felt like really long. Pages. Yeah. yeah. It's, it felt no, really it's very long. short. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I thought I was going to be able to like finish it in two, like two days. And then I started reading it. And I was like, oh yeah, I do need like the full week to read this book. This is going to take me a while. <laughs> this is going to take me like, because it oh, is man. a short book, but there's a lot to process. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm a- allowing you to pick the first book of the year anymore. <laughs> wow. No, you're allowed to. We're both allowed to. This is our podcast. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Uh-huh. This has nothing to do with this book, but... Oh, am I about every- to get read? No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, by the end of the year... Or by the beginning of this of 2020 mm-hmm. we had already had like overflow from books that we were going to read the previous year mm-hmm. and then like everyone's stuff starts to get published in like march april may and then it yeah. just like skyrockets in june so yeah. like we always try to pick books that have been like recently published and mm-hmm. so we can like be talking about things that have just come out and kind of like elevate authors who are just publishing or like get pre-orders and stuff whatever mm-hmm. um so like it's Jan- it's beginning of January, so like nothing has come out yet for twenty twenty one. Specifically super new right at the beginning. Um except for so, Bedazzled just came out. But. Well, yeah, but we I mean 
We've spoken to Ryan Lasala so many times and I would love for him to just I don't want to ever talk picture. to him again um, yeah. is the thing, is what yeah. I'm saying. No. Um, <laughs> no, he's but gonna like, hear no, you and appear that, at the door again. He's going to be in the window behind me. Yeah. Um, no, but that, that's what I'm saying. Like his book just came out, but it like came out like this week and we're like mm-hmm. recording. So like I'd have like the, the process of getting the book. It's just, you know, whatever complicated yeah. recording schedule things. It's it's all technical garbage. But mm-hmm. um, so instead of having like the list of books that we generally get because like the authors who have been so kind to speak to us are either like, uh, elevating their own new books or mm-hmm. people that they know and like getting recommended recommendations and stuff from them. I was kind of just like going in blind. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't, I don't think which, this is a bad pick necessarily. No, 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 no but I'm saying by... that's, yeah, I think that's why that this, this book is so like dissonant from what we usually read is mm-hmm. because I literally like plucked it off a shelf and I was like, let's go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just, like, yeah. sometimes that works really well. I will never not be mad at myself for picking up um, Adam Silvera's book and being like, oh, this sounds funny when it really fucking wasn't. Um, but, like, that's how I found one of my, like, favorite authors. I picked up a book and I was like, hmm, why not? Let's try it. Charlie. Yeah, why not cry today? <laughs> um, no, but that's, yeah, I think that's the, th- that's the thing about books, too, is, like, it's so hard to find a book without researching stuff mm-hmm. because it's, and it, I mean, it's like, it's just really hard to be like, let me see if this, if this works, let me see if yeah. this work fits for me. So. Yeah. And also like when we are picking up books that like are by an author, we know. So like, I don't think we would pick up a Caleb Roberg book and be like, wow, trash. Like, I don't, I don't know if that's, po- <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. Yeah. But like, when you're picking up a new, like an author's book that you don't know anything about, uh, you know, it's very like, uh, it's a roulette of some kind. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> to say it was a, a bad book is like not right because I. No, I wouldn't say that at all. No. No. It's just a very, very different kind of book than what we've read. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm very excited to see what else we have for the rest of the year. I know that I wanted to after we recorded this episode, just quickly figure out the next, I guess, like, um, yeah, the next three or four books would be good if we could figure those out. Yeah. Because I don't think we're going to get newly published things for another month or so. Yeah. Do you want to tell us what book we were just reading? Because I don't think I have anything else. Oh, yeah. Um, we were just talking about Bestiary by King Ming Chang. Also, I love that the store near you. (laughs) Yeah. I love that the book cover, it looks like a I don't want to say it looks like a kid's illustration. That's mean. Uh, it's but a it's, it's, yeah, it's like it looks like a storybook. Yeah. Which I mean, it is. That's it. That's the episode. Yeah. Um. Wow. Bye. Okay. Twenty twenty one. Here we are. We're here. We're still queer. Yeah. Let's see if we can make it through this one. <laughs> it rhymes. What do you think twenty twenty one is going to be all about? Oh God, I don't know because I, I. You said last year was pegging, and we did get fucked. So what do you think <laughs> is next? you know what though like before mm-hmm. before miss rona came in and also uh the <laughs> listen i have to laugh or else i will be crying um there was like a many like people who like like 
like not celebs but like internet people that i follow on twitter who were like actively talking about pegging a lot so i think 2020 might have been the year pegging also if you're stuck in your house how long with your partner you're gonna run out of things to do um all right so yeah let's end this episode. <laughs> let's end this mess um all right so my name is Brendan patrick that's sophie green and you've been listening to the super lit podcast outro music